Yeah, because a couple of the podcasts, I'm like, why is like that mic kept going out? And I couldn't figure out why. And it's because it kept getting loose from here and I fucking end like because I would feel it click. But then I'd push it in deeper. I was like, oh, deeper yeah, is yeah, always yeah. better. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of How to Do Drugs. I'm your host, Aliyah Janine. Today, I have the wonderful Lizzie Cassidy. On. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. You were supposed to be on a while ago. I remember we were very drunk. And I'm like, yeah. I started a new podcast. I'm going to have you on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now you're on it. If I had a nickel for every time I got drunk and told someone I'd be on their podcast, right? You know, I'd be on a lot of podcasts. I, I have a lot of nickels. I'd be very rich. <laughs> Maybe able to pay a month's worth of rent. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But yes, I do because I have a list. Like I'll write it down. That's the thing with ADHD yeah. and like getting fucked up, especially if I'm doing coke. Like all those great coke ideas, I actually try to follow through on some of them. Yeah, they're <laughs> usually actually good ideas. They're not bad <laughs> ideas at all. I mean, some of them are a little retarded. Like we're going to go on vacation for the whole summer yeah, and travel. Yeah. It's like, okay, money is a factor with that. But one. the idea isn't bad. Yeah. You know, like the idea of going on vacation for a month is a great idea. Yeah. Just like all like travel all over Europe or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I got, uh, you know, rich people were able to do that when they were younger. Um, I mean, even now they could do it because they're rich. Um, but yeah, like a lot of business ideas, um, a lot. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Starting a band, even though you can't play any instruments. Yeah, Yeah, that. Yeah, I've. I love music. I can't. I'm not. Me neither. I'm like, maybe the drums. Like if someone taught me, I could probably because I'm a good dancer. Like I was yeah. a dancer. But now that I think about it, like I see all these dance moves on TikTok and stuff like that. And I don't think I could dance anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I may have lost. Yeah. That- well that love and feeling i think that happened to me when i stopped drinking (gasps) yes okay so yes (laughs) let's talk about that because um when uh like we first met like drinking a lot we were partying a lot and i remember um us discussing about how you love drinking still do and that yeah (laughs) (laughs) and that like you wouldn't quit and that it's just like who you are it's a part of your yeah thing and now and then i quit and then you quit probably shortly after i told you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um you wouldn't be the first person on this podcast yeah, who, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden like after the podcast like the first person uh ryan shaner had nothing to do with me and then now you yeah. i was like maybe it does though yeah There's maybe d- it's like a curse or yeah i mean i help people um become sober they see how much of a disaster yeah. i am <laughs> no no it was all internal yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was all the stuff nobody else was seeing yeah um, yeah yeah yeah, I quit uh, six months ago. Okay, congratulations. Um, thanks. Yeah. Seven months ago, I was like, I'll take a month off and then I'll just change my relationship with alcohol, mm-hmm. you know, because the end of that month was my birthday. Mm-hmm. And then for my birthday, like, weekend, I drank for three days straight. And I was like, fuck, God damn it, I can't change it. <laughs> so I just quit after that. Oh, you're just like, oh, I'm just done. I mean, you know, I had to go to a program for a oh, couple okay. days. Yeah. Yeah. Did that. Uh, that helped a lot. And then after that, I was like, yeah, I'm just done. You're just done. I like. I think at the beginning, I thought maybe I'd start drinking again in a couple months or something. Mm-hmm. But the longer I went without doing it, the more I was like, oh, this is just how it's got to be. Yeah. You know? Like, I'm not ever going to be able to so- be someone who can have, like, two beers and go home. Mm-hmm. And also, like, what's the fucking point of having two, two beers, beers and going home? <laughs> like... 
I'm, I'd rather go home and eat a loaf of bread because it's the same thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, there's no reason. So it's like, whatever, I'll just stop. Have you, um, because you work in bars being a comic yeah. and, and stuff like that, has it been difficult, um, like, working? Yeah, I mean, yes. <laughs> it's hard not to drink, but it's easier to do stand-up okay. sober. Yeah. Um, at first I was like, because I'd gotten so used to at least having, like, a drink mm-hmm. before I went up. At first, I thought I'd be, like, too nervous or something, but the longer I've done it, the more I've realized that it's, like, oh, like, I'm not, like, everything's, like, right here, you mm-hmm. know? Like, I'm not forgetting anything on stage or anything. Not that I really was before, but, like, maybe yeah. a little bit. Yeah. You know? A little more um, sloppy, I've definitely, when... Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, like... Night progresses. <laughs> yeah, I've been, like, thrown up on shows, like, that are pretty late, and because I didn't know I was going up, I'll, like, get hammered and mm-hmm. then be like, yeah, I can do it. And then for the rest of the night, you're, like, thinking you crushed. <laughs> I listen to the recording the next day, and it's like, I don't know, you guys fuck it. Like, yeah. oh, my God, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> At least with the late shows, a lot of those people are also annihilated. Right, right, so yeah. they understand you because they're at the same level. Yeah, you're speaking the same language. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've noticed that those shows, like, I can't say that I'm sober now because it's like, yeah. You don't want to ruin everybody else's right. good time, you know? <laughs> I just have to pretend I'm like, yeah, we're still partying. Yeah, it's cool. I love to party. It's great. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, when I first started, it was always, I, you know, at least one, you know, yeah. drink before I got on stage. Uh, now, yeah, I mean, for a while, a couple of years now, it doesn't matter yeah. if I have one or not. Yeah, I was, I was 20 when I started, so for the first few months... I couldn't drink before I went on because I was, like, so scared that I was going to get kicked out of, like, bars that had open mics yeah. if I ordered a drink. And then I turned 21 and it was like, oh, none of these places would have carded me. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. So then, like, but once that happened, I was, like, just drinking, like, all the time. Like, before I went up, after I went up, mm-hmm. in between, like. Were you a big you know. drinker before you turned 21? Yeah, I mean, I started drinking in high school, probably, maybe, like, eighth grade or something. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, I was actually, like, more of a weed person, Mm -hmm. more of a stoner, because um, I, like, I always drove. Like, I was always, like, the person with the car in high school. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, when you're in high school, you think that driving high is, like, fine, which, like, you know, whatever. I mean, yeah, I've always drove. But, like, I was, like obliterated (laughs) it wasn't like like, oh like take a hit and then drive it was like we i would be like super stoned but it was like as long as it wasn't alcohol it was Mm -hmm. okay you know um but yeah if i was anywhere that i could like sleep over or something i was like gonna drink as much as i could like we would when i was in high school we would get like Mike's hard lemonades and drink half of them and then fill the empty half with lemonade flavored vodka and <laughs> malibu <laughs> oh that's and such a high those. school thing yeah, until we threw up or blacked out or mm-hmm. whatever i was talking to someone recently about like have you ever gotten so drunk you woke up with a backpack on oh yeah no i've woken up um like i, I remember one time i woke up in my bathroom like half my clothes on <laughs> yeah. half my clothes off uh, when I was a stripper, I wake up with like dollar bills still in my yeah, clothes. Like yeah, didn't yeah. even shower before I went to bed. It was yeah. like, ugh. I woke up with a backpack on, and I was like, when would I have put a backpack on? It turns out my friends thought I was so drunk that they put it on me so I couldn't roll on my back. So I throw, throw up. up. <laughs> 
Actually, that's brilliant. <laughs> I think that's so smart. That's super smart. Very I think great, it's a great friends. Idea. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. Good I mean, friends. they weren't gonna like stop partying to keep an eye on me, but uh, they yeah. did put a backpack <laughs> on me, which is cool. <laughs> Be like, this will keep her from drowning in her own puke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Friends don't let friends asphyxiate on their own vomit. On their own puke, especially yeah. when they still want to party. That's yeah. the thing when you're younger, too, because you do more. Because you have, you know, your decision-making part of your yeah, brain you isn't know. fully developed. So drinking an entire bottle of peach schnapps or whatever the fuck kids would 100%. drink was normal. Be like, yeah, this is what we do. This is what adults do. They just drink until they black out until and throw can. up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I was in high school, one of there was like one I think everybody had like the one house where the parents would let you drink in the basement no, or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was my friend's house and one night he got so drunk he went upstairs to his parents' bathroom and took all his clothes off and started throwing up. And none of us we were drunk too. We didn't know that he was doing out there. And I yeah. think he had like had a temper tantrum before, so we all just assumed he was like mad at us or something. Mm-hmm. And his mom found him in the bathroom and she came downstairs and yelled at all of us and was like, you, you need to learn how to take better care of your friends. And I'm drunk and like 16 and have a shitty attitude. So I was like, you need to take better care of your son. And she was like, you all need to get out of my house. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fair. That that's sounds fair. about right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, my house, my mom, um, you know, it's like out of sight, out of mind because she said yeah. that. Uh, she would rather have us be somewhere safe right. than out and about. And then our friend uh, Justin and Jill's house, and they had um, they had a bunch of land and shit, uh, yeah. like farmland, and some of it was just a field. So we, you know, we would have bonfires out there, and then we'd just sleep out there in the summer and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. And then in the winter time, we would be in the basement <laughs> in their basement. Yeah, we had a we had a friend who had the same deal. Like mm-hmm. his parents had the like huge backyard that was like mostly woods. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the basement, they were, like, the same, like, we'd rather you do it in the house. Mm-hmm. You and know? be safe. And they would take the keys and shit like that. There'd be a yeah, bowl with the yeah. keys in it. And most of the kids' parents knew that that's where they were going to go. Because we're going to do yeah. it regardless, at yeah. least be safe about it. Yeah. And in Wisconsin, that's, you know, drinking is kind of just normal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I'm from upstate New York. So yeah, it's like not that much different. Anywhere where else it's to do. really cold, I've noticed, yeah, um, yeah. drinking, because it, it also, <laughs> they're like, it keeps you warm. It's like, it does. No. <laughs> it does. <laughs> no, it just keeps your brain from thinking that exactly, you're cold. <laughs> yeah, I mean, isn't that most of what being cold is? <laughs> just, oh, my brain just thinks I'm cold. It's not, um, I'm not losing my toes. No, it's not frostbite. It's, okay. it's fine. <laughs> Who cares? I also think like I know people that grew up without basements, and like I'm like, where did you party? Yeah, like ba- basements were like the whole thing when I was in high school. It was like every every uh, unless we lived in an apartment, um, we always had a basement. One, uh, a couple of the basements were even finished. I remember yeah. my room was in the basement. It yeah. Had I had my own bathroom. Yeah, my dad always wanted me to have my own bathroom because I had two brothers and I was the older girl. I think maybe because of also his sister, you know, growing up with all dudes and not having her own bathroom. Yeah. I was like, you need your own bathroom. So I was, I was, yeah, I was really blessed with that, that most of the time I always had my own bathroom. (laughs) Yeah, I shared one with my mom and my brother and dad shared one, which I feel like was better than like me and my brother having to share one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because dudes are gross. They're gross. And also, like, 
you know, we're both going to school at the same time in the morning. Like yeah, that, and you know. trying to get ready, and then the whole puberty thing yeah, is just weird. it's a nightmare. It's a humiliating <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> but I was fucked up for most of it, so I don't really remember. Yeah, I want to say a good yeah pretty much all of it was yeah. probably it's yeah. all a blur just very <laughs> fucked up did you ever do any other drugs in high school oh yeah uh <laughs> mostly coke we did a lot of coke when i was in high school yeah uh, i dated a guy who sold coke nice so nice very convenient that's pretty cool still don't know how much it costs <laughs> 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 did it every weekend for a long time couldn't tell you couldn't tell you <laughs> so that was fun and then we would do my friends were all like hippies okay so like we would do like mushrooms and like Molly and other stuff like that. I never, I never, I was always like afraid of acid. Mm-hmm. And then I did it once and it ended up being like a research chemical. So I was right. Um, <laughs> and every time I did mushrooms, I was already like, I was like already drunk or high or something. Yeah. So I don't really like remember any of those, but I was like, by the time I was in high school, I would have tried anything. Yeah. Like, as long as I could get my hands on it, I would try yeah, it. Well, of course I'm going to try it. This yeah, sounds yeah. like a great idea. Yeah. You don't know unless you try it. Yeah, why not? And I also, like, I don't know. I didn't believe that drugs could be, like, bad for you. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, that's all, like, propaganda. Cause well, you want see to those commercials, prison. and after you smoke pot, yeah. You're like, everyone is lying. Yeah. The government is lying. Drugs are great. They're great. They're so yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> getting high in high school is like, like smoking weed is like, nothing feels like that. Nothing. Like smoking yeah. weed as an adult is so lame compared to when you're like 14 in your friend's car smoking weed and like everything is the funniest thing that's ever it's happened. It's the greatest you. thing ever. Oh my God. Ever. I if I could bottle that specific feeling, like, Oh, my God. That would be amazing. I wouldn't need anything else. That's the best. Because even when, when I, um, you know, take breaks from smoking or something yeah. like that, uh, you know, a couple of days, normally only <laughs> yeah, a couple yeah. of days or whatever, um, and then I'll smoke again, um, it's still not that same feeling. No, it goes... It goes away. Yeah. I, it also, I think, has to do with the age and just because you're learning about life yeah. and stuff like that. I have, I have a new bit about that about the comparison between doing drugs when you're younger and doing drugs now <laughs> yeah it's so di- it's way less fun it's so i do uh now i microdose because i'm sad you know yeah, instead of yeah. like playing in the woods acting like a fucking fairy yeah. no i do it because i'm sad it does help it does, microdosing does help we've talked about it a lot of yeah but yeah now we're all like self-medicating it used yeah to be like used to be like, do you want to do something crazy? Let's like, do some cocaine. Yeah, yeah. Just insane. Yeah, I do them now for their medical benefits. It is kind of yeah. counterproductive to doing drugs, but I guess that's what coming of age is, getting older. Yeah, you got to <laughs> figure out what works, you know? <laughs> what makes you the most productive? Uh, yeah, sometimes when I run out of Adderall, um, I'll, I'll get some coke. Yeah. Because unfortunately, it does help. It does that. help. I know. I couldn't get, like, Adderall or anything in high school because I was, like, diagnosed with ADHD and my mom was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. You know, she was like, work harder. Um, <laughs> See, they wouldn't even diagnose me. I never yeah. even went to anything like that. Yeah, I got tested and uh, mostly to convince my parents that I wasn't just dumb, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but then they, I didn't, like, get any Adderall or anything, but I started doing coke and I would, like, do my homework. Yeah. 
Like I'd be like, I just I need to do something, and I have all this homework that I've never done. Yeah, you know. And then you do a bump, and you're like, oh, oh, I, mean, I, I understand now. I get it now. Yeah. yeah, I'd be like, I have to do a bump to do fucking laundry. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That's not fun. It's oh, not cool. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least I'm using drugs responsibly. Yeah, that's true. You know, but yeah. when I do coke now, I mean, even. Because when I was in porn, I didn't really do coke. In my 20s, I did a bunch because that's my favorite. Cocaine is my favorite. Obviously, I think the ADHD probably has something to do with that. Um, Not really a lot in my uh, like late 20s, um, 30s, barely at all. It wasn't until I started, you know, doing comedy and hanging out with a bunch of comics. All of a sudden, I started doing more. But it does to get like a normal high off of cocaine when normally one person would need only one line i need yeah i have to do more otherwise i'm just functional yeah yeah and like i stopped liking coke as much when i started really loving drinking yeah because i love being drunk yeah they go together like peanut butter and jelly but then i would do coke and because it makes me like functional i would feel less drunk Mm -hmm. and i was like oh no i want to I want to be, be drunk. So then <laughs> you drink more. So then you drink so much. Yeah, yeah, you drink an obnoxious amount. Yeah. When I went to the program I went to when I quit, they were like, how many drinks do you have in a night? And I was like, people know that? Yeah. Like, I black out every night. I have no idea how many drinks <laughs> I have. Like, I lose count after three. What an insane question to ask <laughs> me. I'm obviously here because I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> be like, bottles are missing. How yeah. about that? Yeah. Bottles are missing yeah when i was younger being able to drink a bottle of vodka and drive and be functional was um was normal i don't know i still got hangovers though when i was younger i mean not as bad now now i need a whole week off yeah (laughs) yeah to recuperate no yeah but the last like six months that i was drinking it was bad like Mm -hmm. the hangovers were like brutal but so then i would start drinking again to help yeah because that's just what you know yeah and every day it's like I'll just drink a little bit today because I'm hungover, so I'm not going to get drunk, mm-hmm. but I'm just going to, like, get back to normal. And then one person is like, do you want to do a shot? And you're like, whatever, let's stay out till five. Yeah, <laughs> it's Monday. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> it is crazy how alcohol does that. Yeah, some people, um, they can't just have one. I can. I could go out. I yeah. could have one beer and be like, okay, that's it, and then go home. But there are certain times when all of a sudden, like, I'll get a taste for yeah, it. Yeah, It'll yeah, be yeah, that yeah. taste where I'll have one glass of wine, and I'll be like, fuck, it's going to be a drinking night. But yeah. I don't have many of those anymore. Over quarantine, I was ridiculous. But now, right, yeah, now I'm kind of back to my, you know, pre-quarantine, pre-ex-boyfriend, like ex-boyfriend, where it's like I go, I drink once once a week maybe if that like like i'll go out and actually like get drunk maybe once a week but otherwise i'm just i'm not drinking i got rid all the bottles of wine that i normally had here because i like wine if i'm drinking at home it's normally just wine i have all the alcohol now it's just for guests or whatever yeah Yeah, i was like during like full lockdown Mm -hmm. um i was drinking every night and yeah like, sometimes my friends and i would like hang out on zoom which is like pathetic yeah but uh i would go to the liquor store every day because i didn't i'm like i love drinking so and i'm so like i'm such a drinker that i couldn't like have more alcohol in the house oh, because you would just drink it all because i would just night. drink it all 
and I lived alone and I was like, I can't blame it on somebody else. And like, I also can't like, that's not safe, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah I get alcohol. There's no, there's no last call yeah. in your apartment. Oh you no. Know? And you have no one to put a backpack on you. No, no backpacks, nothing. So, uh, I would just buy like two bottles of wine and then that turned into like two bottles of wine and like a flight bottle or like a little like yeah oh it got to be more and more there was one night I got so hammered I got myself so hammered that I woke up in my bathroom with like puke everywhere and I did it myself by myself I had no one to blame yeah but myself it's crazy and then so I was doing that every day and then I was like Okay, this isn't actually going to last, like, two weeks. Like, I thought it was going to. I thought that was cute. People thought it was going to be two weeks. I fully, like, every week I was like, this is it. Because I was, like, lying to myself because <laughs> I was miserable. <laughs> but then I was like, okay, I need to, like, chill out on the drinking every night by myself. So for, like, a month after that, I would, like, sometimes go by, like, White Claws or something. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't get drunk every night. I'd have, like, two White Claws or something. Mm-hmm. And then a month after that, I was going to go, like, for the first time, hang out with some friends in, like, a backyard or something. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, I'll go buy a bottle of whiskey to go hang out with my friends. And I went to the liquor store, and the cashier at the liquor store was like, if I had your address, I would have done a wellness check on you. (laughs) He was like, like, you came in here every day for months, and then you disappeared. I thought you were dead. I was like, oh, oh my God. (laughs) That's insane. The only person who was worried about me during lockdown was the liquor store guy. But was the cashier who kept selling you the liquor? Because he's like, wait, is he liable for that? (laughs) You know, like in some states, the bartenders are liable if they overserve people and shit. Like, is that happened with the cashier over quarantine? I I also I would like go into like this is so embarrassing. I'd go into liquor stores and pretend to be on the phone and be like, what do you want? So that. It wasn't obvious that I was drinking all of it alone every night. Oh, you that's know, a I'm true alcoholic. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, Oh, yeah. That's super manipulative. Oh, I've, I did all those. I would, like, have, like, a flask in my purse when I would go to a bar, like, to save money, which, mm-hmm. like, I wasn't saving money. I was still drinking the same amount plus whatever. Plus whatever you had, yeah. yeah. That's just a bonus. But I also, like, I was hanging out with people who weren't drinking as much as, like, everyone was getting drunk, but I was drinking way more than everyone mm-hmm. else. And I, like, didn't want them to know. So I would be like, oh, like, if my friend was like, get me, like, a single tall whiskey soda, I'd be like, oh, I'll get the same thing. Mm -hmm. And then I'd, like, go in the bathroom and, like, pour more whiskey into mine. (laughs) So that it was like, yeah, we're all drinking the same amount, right? This is totally normal and cool on a Tuesday. Yeah, I'm not over drinking at all. why would I do that? That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I remember my my uncle when um, my aunt had kicked him out because he was a raging alcoholic. Um, It was my uh, stepmother's husband. Um, and her husband was my aunt's, um, uh, okay, so my, this is so weird. So my stepmom and my dad were married, okay? Yeah. So dad, stepmom, and my dad's sister was married to Greg, and Greg was my stepmom's brother. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's like kind of incestual, but not. But not. Yeah. Technically not. Not. Like legally they were, you know, related, you know, like in-laws or whatever, but not biological. No blood. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But so. (laughs) (laughs) So my dad's sister, my aunt kicked um, him out of the house and he came to stay with us for a while. I guess he got into a really bad car accident or something like that. I don't remember. Um, But I remember 
when he was living with us, um, we went in the garage. We were working on the car. I remember it was a New Yorker. I can't remember. I just remember it was called the New Yorker. It was it a Buickers? I can't remember. I don't think they even make them anymore. But I had saw him because I was in the car, um, you know, trying to start the engine and stuff. And I, mind you, I'm around eight or nine years old. Yeah, yeah. But I already knew how to drive an engine yeah, 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 <laughs> because yeah. of people like this. Yeah, I'm and, white trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I 100% get it. And uh, so the hood was up, but you could still kind of see. You know, because they have the hood is up. Obviously, you can't see everything, but you right, can see you that see little through, bit. Yeah. I saw him dig through the boxes, grab a bottle and Hilarious. slam a bunch Love of alcohol. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think he's supposed to be doing no. that. And I liked I loved my uncle like he, he was a cool uncle. I really liked him. But um, yeah, that was the whole reason why I was there. And it was so hypocritical, critical because his um, sister, my stepmother, also raging alcoholic. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's what it a, always b- is. Yeah, a bottle of Bacardi a night. Like, her mom died of kidney failure yeah, and li- yeah, because yeah. of how much she drank. This woman was ridiculous. So her trying to tell her brother <laughs> that yeah. he, when there's booze everywhere in the house. Was, yeah, um, my family's the same way. Yeah. I have an uncle who is, like, supposed to be sober because, yeah. like, He's, like, the only one who ever admitted to having a problem. Mm -hmm. So now he's, like, the issue, even though everybody else fucking (laughs) drinks all the time. But he was, but he's, like, always, like, on and off the wagon. Mm -hmm. And the last time I saw him, we were all at a restaurant, and he was obviously drinking. And uh, somebody else was like, hey, you know, maybe chill out a little on the booze. And he was like, this is lemonade. And everyone was like, whatever, yeah. And he was like, no, it's lemonade. Like, he got all defensive. He was like, it's lemonade. With comedic timing a server walked over and was like can i get you another margarita <laughs> like oh my god if you had written it into a script they'd be like that's too written yeah. like, that would never happen. it was amazing <laughs> would you like it oh i guess depending on what kind of margarita i guess it could look like a lemonade yeah because it was in like a pint glass and yeah it's like just put it in a pint glass yeah. so it looks like lemonade yeah. <laughs> Oh, we're clever. Alcoholics are very clever yeah, people. Yeah, you know, you gotta they, figure it out. When they want to drink. Uh, so your whole family, they're big, heavy drinkers, too? Yeah, I mean, I'm Irish, you know, so it's like... That's, yeah, it's just part of your genetics. Of yeah. That's yeah. the thing when it comes with drinking, too. A lot of people don't realize that, yeah, some of it can be hereditary. Yeah, and it's also just, like, cultural. Yeah. You know, it's like... Uh, tons of, yeah. Since I've been, like, 18 years old, it's like the first thing when you walk into someone's house, like, can I get you a drink? And, mm-hmm. like... They mean a drink. Like, you know, they don't mean, like, a glass of water. But, like, yeah, it's just, like, you grow up like that. You see, like, everybody else's drinking until they fall asleep. So you think it's normal. Yeah. Oh, this is just how everyone works. And then you go out and you see how other people act. Yeah. And you're like, what the hell? And you're like, (laughs) oh, am I? Is this not normal? Yeah. Is this a problem? (laughs) I know. Who would have thought? But some people don't realize that at all. You know, they don't, um, they don't pay attention to other people's social cues and stuff like that. Yeah. I also thought it was like normal in comedy, which like it kind of is, Mm -hmm. but only to a certain level because I was like, oh, everybody's getting shit faced every night. And it was like, no, everybody's getting shit-faced when they're with you. Yeah. <laughs> but they're not with you every night. But whoever is with you every night is getting shit-faced because you are. And mm-hmm. like, and also, I wasn't like a problematic drunk. Like no, I you're super like, fun. You're yeah, quiet. Yeah. Normally, just sit at the bar yeah, and drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I wasn't like fighting anybody mm-hmm. or like getting into too much trouble or anything. So, like, people would always be down to drink with me, you know? And then when I quit drinking, I was like, 
oh, I don't actually like most of these people. <laughs> <laughs> They're just the only people who will stay at a bar till five in the morning on yeah. a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, those normally aren't the best people no, to be no. around. They're pretty annoying. Yep. <laughs> Yep, every once in a while I'll go out and be like, oh, you think they were really good friends. Yeah. And no, that was just alcohol. And that's the thing that sucks, too, is that um, you realize a lot of people that you thought were your friends really aren't. Yeah. And, yeah. and the people that you, like, pushed away are actually yeah the people that you should be keeping in your life. Yeah, and most of my friends are still my friends, but yeah. they were leaving the bar at one. You know, like at a normal time. Yeah, yeah, because they're like normal functional people <laughs> <laughs> that don't and need I'm that like, access. Oh, right, 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 right. I see it now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the addict's brain, though. I know. Yeah. I also, I still love staying out late. Like, I'll still stay at a bar till like three thirty or mm-hmm. something because, like, I still, f- you know, it's still fun. Uh, and like I have like rampant insomnia anyway, so it's like all right, I could be at home alone awake, or I could be here yeah awake, so it doesn't really matter. And like I also think like that made working in bars without drinking kind of easier, cause like I thought for some reason if I quit drinking, I'd like have to go home right after my spot and like yeah. just sit at home and, and not be like, social or yeah. hang out. And it's like oh no, you actually can still go to the party or whatever, mm-hmm. just like bring a club soda and like yeah, it's fine there's other know? stuff yeah, yeah to drink and i have enough sober friends that yeah. also like staying out late like most of my sober friends still kind of party on some level so that's fun yeah so do you uh do you still smoke weed and other no, stuff no 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 Nothing. completely sober Co- old school regular style sober not nice. california sober <laughs> nothing just like not new york sober is where you just do cocaine i know i yeah yeah, yeah. i've been saying the same thing yeah. i wish uh, I mean, I take like prescription Vyvanse, which is kind of like Adderall. But yeah, that doesn't count because it's prescribed it's and you need it because you have ADHD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're doing drugs because they're prescribed. Yeah. To it you. is fun though. Every time she like raises the dose a little for like the first day, I get to feel high, and I'm You're like, like Woo! "Woo! I love that!" Woo! <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> just that hap- talking, <laughs> right? That happened to me um, just a couple of days ago because I didn't have any for pretty much the whole month of April, which is probably Probably another reason why um, some episodes <laughs> were late yeah. and scheduled, and um, some other shit. And then time release. I got time release this time. Normally, I like the yeah. 30s where I could cut them up because I don't like yeah. it's the time release ones. But yeah, the first one I was like, oh, I am jacked. And I thought yeah. it was a higher dose because I also have 40s yeah. um, that are time released. And it felt like I took a Fifty. I was like, oh, these are only 30s. I was like, oh, yeah, I haven't taken in a while. Today, this has yeah. been about day three or four. Totally normal. Yeah, now. it only really lasts like a day for me. Yeah. Yeah. I also had like a very minor surgery like a few months after mm-hmm. I quit drinking like on my jaw. So like I was like awake for it, but they were like they gave me some sort of like pain medicine that makes you feel kind of high. Yeah. So like I had that and I was like kind of dizzy and they were like, OK, so like. We can also give you laughing gas, but because the other medication's working, we don't have to, so it's kind of up to you. And I had been sober for, like, maybe three months at the time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I don't really remember what laughing gas feels like. I mean, like, I've, like, done nitrous in someone's backyard, but that's different, you know? Yeah. So I was like, what does laughing gas feel like? And she was like, oh, it feels like you've had a couple of drinks. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) You're going to give me that. Absolutely. You're definitely giving me that. like... Okay, so, like, when you don't feel like you need to breathe through your nose and when you do need to breathe through your mouth, because it's, like, a tube that goes in mm-hmm. your mouth, you just breathe through my mouth the whole time. Like, if I 
if I'm gonna get something out of this, you know, like I'm gonna, absolutely I'm gonna, no, I get it. I'm gonna definitely do this. And then they also gave me um, like a benzo, okay, um, for after or whatever. Yeah, which benzos are like my favorite. Okay, <laughs> I fucking love benzos. <laughs> and so I took one, and I felt like my brain like wasn't connected to my mouth, like I couldn't talk. Mm-hmm. But like benzos make me feel so good that I was like, who needs to talk, <laughs> dude? Like, no if one I needs. Feel words. like this forever. I don't need to talk. <laughs> like, fuck stand up. Fuck the thing everything. I yeah, that's the thing <laughs> those drugs do. Shit. Be like, yeah. you don't need to do anything except for sit here and just yeah. feel real good. Yeah. So then everyone who cares about me is like, you should probably flush those down the toilet. I was like, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but if you um. Because I I feel for you that you're probably more I would feel more worried if you started drinking again yeah. than taking you know medication or you yeah. know taking your prescribed drugs yeah you are getting high my my other girlfriend uh, she's been sober for three years now but she's been getting a lot of plastic surgery done yeah, yeah. you know with the pain pills and some of them she won't take but yeah some of them she's like like I have to you know because yeah. I'm in fucking pain I think it depends on like. You have to actually be in pain. Yeah. So, like, for me, it was, like, they gave me, I think, Percocet and Benzos, Mm -hmm. and I was not in pain. And they called me to, like, ask me. Like, they call you the next day to, like, see how you're doing. Mm -hmm. And they called me, and I was, like, oh, I'm in so much pain. (laughs) And then I was, like, fuck, I'm lying to the doctor God damn it. It's, like, ah, shit, I'm doing it again. Okay, so so it's not just alcohol, so it's. No, um, it's, like, everything. Yeah. Basically, like. Everything I've ever tried, I did until it stopped being fun and I had to stop. Like, that's what I did too. Yeah. Like, I used to smoke weed all the time. Like, the second I woke up until I couldn't stay awake anymore, like, I was like smoking weed all day, every day Mm -hmm. until it was like giving me debilitating anxiety. And then I like, and then I was like, fine, I'll stop. Like, everything, I like ride everything until the end. And then I'm like, ugh, fine. Okay. It's a problem. Okay. You got me. Okay. (laughs) Like, but sometimes that's what rock bottom is. And rock bottom for some people doesn't necessarily have to mean losing everything. Right. It could just be um, the realization that, oh, I am doing that. A lot yeah. of people don't have that, though. That's, you know, amazing that you do. I do to a certain extent. Yeah. Like, I can't wake and bake anymore when in my 20s. Oh my I mean, I still smoke pot because it does help um, with anxiety. It also it helps me eat you know yeah that was a huge thing for me too it helps me um helps especially with the adhd you know i'll go fucking 10 hours without eating and just forget and and just forget and then wonder why i'm like why do i feel And with adderall and like vivance and stuff that makes you it also makes you not hungry yeah yeah the first two days i had to like force myself yeah i didn't eat until the end of the day in the evening i was like fuck and then it was almost like forcing myself yeah it's like i don't even feel hungry i just get like a headache and yeah and then i know it's like well i am drinking enough water i have like a water reminder thing that hits me on my watch and my phone to make sure i'm staying fucking hydrated oh my god i've never been more hydrated than i have been (laughs) since i quit drinking because like when i go to bars i still need to have something in my hand oh yeah no that's definitely pounding club soda like all night and like it's i've been hydrated all the time every day since I quit drinking because it's like I'm still constantly I need to always have a drink on yeah. me. So it's like, yeah, it's a fun added bonus. You know? Right. Do you um I like some of the mock cocktails, especially now. Yeah. But They're- some of them like 
some of them really make you want to drink. Yeah. Know? Like, oh, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Some of them it's are a little, little trigger, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. There's this um, non-alcoholic liquor company uh, that sells like a tequila. Okay. And my friend who's also sober tried it, and she was like, "Don't drink that," because yeah. she was like, "That tastes like tequila," and it it immediately makes you you want to drink. You yeah. Know? But some of them are just fun Some do you um have you tried non-alcoholic beer at all yeah i i went through a little non-alcoholic beer phase and then i remembered that i never liked beer <laughs> so i was like oh this is really dumb yeah you know? if you don't like beer yeah. then it's pointless yeah there's a uh, one like non-alcoholic like sort of mocktail company that makes some some fun ones that are good and it's also like i sometimes i like just like buying one thing from a bar instead of like asking them for club sodas all night because they're not going to charge you and then like they're busy and you're like eh, me again yeah you know? yeah so yeah. it's kind of nice to be like okay this thing's six dollars i'll order that and then like you don't have to hate me yeah you know? and tip you and stuff yeah. like and i do that. tip on the club soda yeah like, well you know, yeah obviously you're not a monster yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i always um if i'm not drinking um i'll have uh well in wisconsin we call them kitty cocktails oh you know because they're preparing us for our future yeah, yep, uh yep. which is basically just a shirley temple is just grenadine yeah. and sprite but not a lot of grenadine because otherwise it's like too fucking sweet because i still yeah. need um my brain still wants that sugar intake right, that you normally yeah. get from the alcohol and i'm like oh, well i'm not gonna sit here and eat bread or cookies yeah. i mean that's that's always been my thing too is like cakes and cookies if i'm not drinking all of a sudden like i'll notice yeah th that i'm eating all of a sudden i'll get cupcakes it's like oh it's because i haven't drank in a week all of a sudden my body's like we're missing we something <laughs> yeah yeah i never when i was drinking i was like never really like a dessert person mm -hmm. i would always like much rather get like a cocktail if i went out to dinner than get dessert mm -hmm. and i honestly thought i like didn't really like it and then i quit drinking and it's like like the first month was like if i don't eat a cookie or something before i go to bed i'll die <laughs> right <laughs> yeah it is this. like this craving that yeah. you have um i wrote a paper uh back in college uh that the comparison between sugar and cocaine and what it yeah. does to the brain and there isn't a difference to yeah. what it does to the yeah, brain no, it feels it's, so good it's the same little happy chemicals yeah. and then you'll get um the the sugar crash and yeah. <laughs> that's one thing that um because alcohol is uh technically a depressant and then i was reading something yeah. and it was like oh it's actually it's actually um y you know it's an upper and blah 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 that's why some people will wake up in the middle of the night or, or, yeah. or you know really early in the morning just completely sober and blah 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 and just like wide awake instead of like just dead passed out hung over yeah and that's not necessarily the case it's because your body just went through a sugar crash yeah. basically and now you're just up from there yeah i know people are like people always say like would would commend me for being able to get up early after drinking all night and i was like yeah, it's because I was having a panic attack. Yeah. Like, it's not because I'm like, oh, I'm like an early riser. It was like I couldn't stay in bed because I was like my anxiety level was so high mm -hmm. from coming down off alcohol. Like I what I have to I want to run around the city like I to burn I don't know off some of do. that yeah, extra yeah. energy. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to. um trying to like balance out you know recalibrate yeah. the chemicals in your brain especially um 
doing certain drugs, you know, cocaine, Molly. Like when you do Molly, yeah. you, you can be legally depressed for l- up yeah. to three days afterwards because all that serotonin and dopamine, it's body just gone. created a yeah. bunch of it and now you have to re-fucking-do it again. Yeah. And stuff. so I've always, um, I've been trying now to like, <laughs> like how can I do that? Because um, with an addict's brain, it's yeah. harder to to control it because that little back part of your brain is like, no, we're going to do this. And all of a sudden you're doing it like I didn't want to do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's that conscious effort that um, that takes a lot of work. Yeah, that willpower. Yeah, yeah. that same present willpower. I don't have a lot of self-discipline no, when it comes to every nothing. I have no. Yeah. <laughs> Across the board, very little. Yeah, th- yeah, which sucks. That's why I was like, the original plan was to change my relationship with alcohol. That's why I ended up being like, oh, I just can't do. It, it just mm-hmm. has to be a no, because for me, it's so much easier to not drink at all than to like stop drinking after having a couple, or like drink one night and then not the next. Yeah, it's like it's like instead of having to make a series of decisions every day you just that make that one power just yeah just make the one and be like all right yeah someone because i don't i don't drink a lot but i binge drink when i do drink yeah it is that where i have that you know college <laughs> cake stand so mentality <laughs> yeah and uh i've definitely i've been slowing down on that i yeah. i can't it's just the next day it's Brutal. just too much. And th- I guess that maybe is a little bit of self-discipline because I um I've been meditating, I journal, you know, I do I have a couple therapy apps. I I see a real therapist, but all April I didn't do any of that shit. Um yeah. which is normally the time that you're supposed to be doing it the most. You're like, "No, when you're happy, yeah, of course you'd be like, I'm going to journal cuz no, this is great." When you're happy, who cares? Yeah, <laughs> and then when you're not, it's like, "Fuck, that's when you need to do it the most." So I um yeah, and then you get down on yourself for that because it's like oh you didn't do you're not disciplined enough so now i'm back on that schedule a little bit and it's harder to get back on because you've already done it you're already like you already reached a point where i was doing it for like four or five months and then all of a sudden you just stop i also had covid though yeah i got covid and that fucked with me a little bit for sure i was like god damn it it's also always nice to like have a reason to take a little vacation you know like yeah if like you get sick or you know something happens or whatever it is and you can be like you know what it's okay we're taking a break for a couple weeks yeah that's always nice yeah it is um i did notice a huge difference though emotionally and um like with the not journaling like not talking to my therapist like that definitely even if I don't talk to my therapist as long as I journal and just like write shit out I've noticed that I do feel a lot better yeah mentally and it does have meditating just keeps me from you know wanting to snap people's necks (laughs) yeah maybe I should try that but it's kind of fun to it's like now that I'm sober I'm like talking shit and getting mad at people is all I have (laughs) you know like like if somebody is like trying to like gossip without saying someone's name, I'm like, you have to give me this. Yeah, you know. I'm the, otherwise, I, I'm not listening. Yeah, it's pointless. Like, you're kind of drunk. I'm not, and I'm giving you. I'm letting you tell this story. You're gonna name names. <laughs> if we're doing this. <laughs> it's like that's it. That's all I have. Yeah, my therapist is like my best friend (laughs) like it's probably not healthy i think i text him every day yeah my therapist uh just recently told me some shit that i just started laughing hysterically 
um, he <laughs> word for word he had said he's like you let a medium ugly dude whose dick <laughs> barely worked gaslight you for two years Hilarious. and once you realized it you snapped and blackmailed him <laughs> to get your control back is yeah. that right Aaliyah and I was like well, since you put it that yeah, way, well, you spell it out. I'm I guess. like, I feel that my reaction was equal to his level of disrespect yeah. and manipulation. Yeah. So he's like blackmail though, and I'm like, well, that's what I had yeah, at the time. Like he's do. like, well, how do you feel about it now? And I'm like, I feel terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so guilty, and because like it also includes me, I'm also gonna get outed for some shit. Yeah. And I was just like, um. I'm like, well, it's done. It's there. You know, I can't take it back. And he is being more respectful. There you so go. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, whatever. <laughs> what a therapist know, you know? Oh, yeah. But he's like medium ugly dude whose dick barely works. That's worked. so funny. I was like, God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love when my therapist says something like that that's just like so blatant. But I also like when I make him laugh in like a really genuine way i'm like oh my god i'm crushing yeah like, yeah if you can ugh. make your therapist laugh with it the dark so shit good. yeah well because a lot of times too they're the ones where you could tell that dark shit too especially being a yeah. comic like yeah. i scared a therapist like <laughs> i had a therapist break up with me because <laughs> of some suicide show yeah my therapist told me i had to stop making jokes about killing myself because mm-hmm. he was like i am like technically a mandated reporter and he's like, yeah he was like i know you're joking but i need you to, to not. not yeah <laughs> yeah i yeah i freaked her out a little bit and that's fine i have a dude therapist now me too and it I seems to it. be working a lot better he's older he's like in his 60s yeah mine's like in his 40s probably but i'm in my 20s so yeah so it kind of yeah that kind of works. works out and yeah i i'd always i always thought like you got to have a woman therapist. Because you're a woman, yeah. Yeah. I never liked them. And then this one, my therapist actually, like, I guess has a, f- a few clients or patients or whatever, I don't know, mm-hmm. who are comics. Okay. And somebody, like, recommended him to me. Nice. And I found him that way. And I was like, oh, this is way better. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, like, actually. Like, like he like understands the job. Yeah. Yeah, the, this yeah. Guy, yeah, he understands the job. Uh, I also think the other one, like she was weirded out, you know, had opinions about the sex work stuff. Yeah, like yeah, here, yeah. he's sex. I mean, he's gay, so he's like sex positive yeah, and yeah. stuff. So, um, yeah, a lot of people say it's oh, you like a male therapist because you have daddy issues. I'm like, I have way more mommy issues than I do daddy yeah. issues. Did my daddy allegedly be a serial killer? Maybe <laughs> I don't know, but he was always honest and cool with me, yeah. so I don't know what to tell Who you <laughs> about it. Did he murder people? Yeah, but he taught me how to ride a bike too, so I don't know. He did dad stuff, yeah, and some other shit, but <laughs> yeah, I don't. I also feel like the whole like you have daddy issues mm-hmm. thing is like a fun way for people to blame women. For, oh, like, yeah, no, it's just, sca- it's just yeah. a scapegoat. A lot like, of people cool. with sex workers, they automatically assume, oh, daddy issues. Oh, she didn't have a father in her life. Yeah. A lot of times, most of the time, most sex workers have mommy issues, right, right. have some severe mommy issues. But it's also like, even if someone does have daddy issues, by saying, like, you're a woman with daddy issues, yeah. it's like, Okay, but you're putting that on me. I didn't do it. Yeah, I'm you like, know? you're like, a dude with fucking mommy issues. I'm not responsible for my childhood. Like, yeah. that, that wasn't my fault. <laughs> oh, I love it. 
daddy issues, mommy issues. No, people think that about me too, and I had a very cool dad. But yeah, people, you know, you know, know, whatever. Maybe he was too cool. Yeah, my, my dad yeah. was definitely too cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so where can people find you online and stuff? Uh, my Instagram is at Lizzie Cassidy, Lizzie with a Y at the end, and on Twitter at Lizaster. Lizaster. It's linked in the Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. This This was fun. fun. Uh, You can obviously find this wonderful podcast on Twitter and Instagram at How to Do Drugs Pod. Uh, Please rate and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Audible, everywhere podcasts are. All right. I'm Aliyah Janine, and goodbye.